I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along Alright, so we're just, we're getting into it Mm-hmm. Right away, yeah, we're, we're it's diving almost, in. We're, huh, it's it's actually a little liberating not having to come up with something like funny to say at the beginning of an episode. Yeah, like every time, uh, knowing that I I have to dive straight into this countathon. We're we're locked in because we're... if we don't, then we will say the word on accident, yes. and then it will get very confusing. So we have to dive right into it. All right, Sophie, what's the word of this week? Well, I mean, do the winners from last week? Oh, yeah, those two, I guess. <laughs> I mean, all the people who worked tirelessly to count the word "baby" probably <laughs> want to uh, want to know what the answer was. There, that there were some problems inherent to "baby" that I didn't realize. <laughs> so, so I was listening and doing my count, right. and you say babysitter but it's like baby the babysitter the baby babysitter and my brain is like which word are you trying to keep track of are you trying to keep track of babysitter or baby pick one and i'm like i can't i can't pick one it was terrible yeah so chloe and i did this count a few times we did time stamps for them to make sure like oh we're hitting the right ones etc etc we weren't meticulous our um Robin, the usual statistician who usually helps us with the counting, is uh, out of the office at the moment. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, Casa, who did our transcripts last time, is also out of the office. So we had to really, really do do this ourselves. They had both... to do the counting ourselves. So it's now, it, it, before it was like, you know, a manageable was, level yeah, of was, like collaboration. We, we, we were positive last time. And this time, this time we're like, we're just like two babies trying <laughs> to solve this problem. This time I'm, I'm pretty positive which you think would be better than positive but no adding the superlatives makes it way worse uh, yeah uh so if you're curious how many times you said baby last episode the answer is we don't know 100 percent, but we, we we think 40 we're pretty sure it's 40 we think it's 40 and we're the law so um, that counts <laughs> So we're gonna give one leeway because we we uh, were we're not a hundred percent. So yes. we're gonna go up to forty one. And also there was one that we taught like talked over each other. Yeah. So I think that we're gonna take it down one. So the range for winners this time is going to be thirty nine to forty one. Yes. All right. So the winners are and we had two winners. There's two of them. Remember. That's why I said winners. I'm doing the drum roll. Tris. And Harvest Witch. Woo! Good job. You guys did fantastic. You're wonderful counters. Amazing counters. So impressed. Now you will get a gift card in your email address that will say uh, a code. And you can use that at A, B, D, L, R. Those are all different letters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, You can put those those five letters together, A, B, D, L, R, and um, dot com. And you can buy something. And it's $30. And it'll be good. And more importantly, because, I mean, money in this economy, like, <laughs> what we, what you need is titles. What you need is, <laughs> what you need is things that you can take forward, moving forward in your career. Yeah. And the important part of this whole thing is you now legally can use Counter Extraordinaire on all official documentation. You, you when can... going from country to country, when applying for a passport, it can say legally on your passport your name, and then under it the title "Counter Extraordinary." Exactly, and that's isn't that the real prize? It's the real prize from all this. 
Also, some of you, some of you, <laughs> you, you weren't close. And like, listen, maybe we were off. Maybe some people were off. But some of you were not in the ballpark. <laughs> You were outside playing in a mud puddle, looking at the ballpark, <laughs> clapping your hands excitedly, and I, I don't, I don't know how you got that number, but but good on you, sport. Good I on love, you, sweetheart. I love the people in the early twenties because <laughs> because they're over here like they and they're so certain. And they were so they're so certain in their emails. They're like, I got it a hundred percent. It's twenty two, and I'm oh. like, oh no. Oh, I can guarantee you, I've got timestamps. I checked. It's not 22. <laughs> but you should still send in submissions because I think, I believe in you. I think you can get it right. And just like last time, make sure that if you uh, if you did not get this correct this time and you need help counting, return to episode one, two, three, so you can learn counting again. Exactly. The more you listen to that episode, the better counting you will become. Based on the amount of right answer submissions we're getting, I think I can squarely say that the inverse of that is true. Okay, are you ready to, 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 to kick it off? Yes, so um, this week's word. This one, we're gonna, we're gonna do our best, just like last week, to not say a whole lot. We're gonna try really hard <laughs> and still say it 40 times, probably. You guys probably understand how this works by now. Uh, we're gonna give you a word. You're gonna count how many times you say that word from right now until the end of the episode. Um, and then you're going to email us that number. Uh, the word this week, which was arbitrarily chosen, and there's definitely not a pattern. There's no pattern, and you <laughs> cannot infer what the fourth word will be. Uh, this week's is diaper. It's diaper. So we're going to do our best to say it a little bit less frequently than yes. we may ordinarily <laughs> say on this show, despite the fact that we tried this last time, and... Uh, we still said it 40 times. I, we were trying to scale it back, and we said it exactly as much, and I don't... That's not... That's not computing. Yeah, so, um, just count how many times we say the word diaper, or any form of the word, um, throughout the rest of this episode, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and email us that number. Uh, and this time, there are three winners. Because, because of counting. Because of counting. After two is three, and that is how many winners there will be this time, and you guys can get um, the title counter extraordinaire as well as a $30 gift card to abdlr.com. All right. Exciting. Let's start this episode. Okay. Welcome to the usual bet and 18 on page play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet and the losers in diapers. Underline. Bold. <laughs> Italicize. For the next episode, I am the little sister and first ever counter extraordinaire Sophie Elizabeth. And I am the big sister and bet winner, Chloe Elizabeth. Also, what? What? Oh, yeah. I'm, what? I'm so surprised. Coach Laws? I'm so surprised. I don't understand. I didn't see this coming. Sophie, you, you need to understand. I was so set on my, my loss. I was so resigned to defeat. Days in advance, I planned out my outfit for today. I was going to make today a whole baby day. I had my diapers picked out. I had I had bloomers picked out. I had a cute, like, shirt. I was going to toddle around and be a baby all day. I, 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 I was ready to lose. I know. I, I was so shocked. Uh, some people explained it like, hey, we didn't grow up and really have a coach so yeah. like i don't really get it kind of thing and then that, but, that made some sense but everyone's had a manager yeah. <laughs> okay and the worst thing is you could have some good coaches but nobody's had a good manager 
Yeah, that's fair. Uh, better luck next season, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully I'll uh, really up my game and by next by next time, next bet, I'll, I'll have it. I believe in you. All right, what are we what are we talking about? What's what's going on? What's the vibe? Um. Well, I actually want to give a, a tiny update. I think on the titles situation because oh, last yeah. week we talked about um, what titles that uh, me and my girlfriend should use for each other in a dominant headspace. It was mostly me and Kimmy giving you really bad ideas. Oh, I I contributed, <laughs> um, and the the. The discussion which turned into which one should we use turned into which ones shouldn't we use. Um, but since then, uh, Lyra and I have had uh, quite the conversation mm-hmm. about what exactly it is we're looking for in that kind of title, what really fits, and um, we did come to a consensus. That's exciting. What is it? So we kind of narrowed it down between Nana and Keeper. Ooh, that's fun. And that, That's um, surprising. Yeah, well, we talked about these a little bit last episode. Nana has a lot of connotations for us where, um, like, it is a term that we use Mm -hmm. in one of my uh, bigger stories that um, is one of her favorite stories. So there's, like, a a huge sort of um, association there that Mm -hmm. I don't think we would get with a different title. Uh, Keeper, on the other hand, um, is something that Kimmy recommended because of the... um, uh, stories that she wrote. Yeah, the Keep- Keeper's Pet series. Yeah. So um, those stories are more pet play focused, and that's kind of what had Lyra gravitate toward them. Um, and the time I was like, eh, I don't really care. Take it or leave it. And we yeah. were thinking about maybe doing, like, maybe I would be her keeper and she would be my Nana kind of thing. That's cute. Um, and we had a big discussion about it, and the discussion kind of came to the consensus of um, we went with Keeper. Yeah, and we chose this for a few reasons. One, it is uh, just kind of poetic in a romantic way. Like, it just has that vibe to me, you know? I'm with you. It's, it's, there, there's something kind of like, like, uh, enigmatic about it almost. Like, it's, it's not something you'd hear normally. It's, it's really unique. Right, I think there's like an intrinsic power that comes from the word keeper. Yeah, definitely. I'm. I have like two scenes in my head. One where, uh, like, Cain after murdering his brother is standing on a hill talking to God, saying, "What? I am not my brother's keeper." And what? A parallel, Hold a that. parallel story, Hold a what? parallel, and a parallel scene where there is a woman diapering uh, another adult woman. Uh, and then looking up at God and saying, "Oh, I am my girlfriend's <laughs> keeper." You that that those are your your connotations for this. Those are the things that that are like what you think about when you call each other this. Well, I mean, one of one of them. There's also uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, there's also a Langston Hughes poem called "Dreamkeeper," and it's also really cute and romantic. Oh, I mean, not that the first I, one was super cute and okay, romantic, but okay. Like, but it, it's got, it's this word with these, like, really sort of powerful, momentous connotations Okay, so, so, let me, let me piece this together. You've got, like, divine judgment and reprisal as yes. one connotation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, like, a divine destiny to be diapering your, 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 your baby. That's, yeah. And, and then poetry. Well, yeah, I mean, what else is there in the world other than the divine destiny of diap- diapering your girlfriend and poetry? 
Doesn't that just sum it up? Like, okay, I, I I don't have any tools at hand to argue. I don't have any ammunition for this. I feel like I'm out of my depth, so I'm j- I'm gonna defer to you. That's that's a great great title and great reasoning. <laughs> um, we also were like, keeper is kind of an unusual title. Let's put some more meaning behind it. Let's put okay. Some more weight. So like, on one hand, if you say to someone like, oh, this is Lyra, she's my keeper, it mm-hmm. kind of has this custodial vibe, but it also does. it's a very romantic vibe, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But also, at the same time, we wanted it to have a bit more personal meaning to us. Um, Not something that other people would be intrinsically, like, privy to, but something that we could use to kind of make the other a little more blushy. That's cute. So we sort of invented our own, like, tiny world space kind of thing. Where, like, a keeper is almost like a legal binding thing where, like, someone is basically your guardian. You're, You're someone who is... There to take care of you and make sure that everything goes well for you. That's and so even fun. if that sometimes is not exactly the way that you think your life should go. <laughs> I, I really like that. That makes a really good, like, basis for continual role play. Yeah, exactly. And um, we kind of uh, talked about, like, how we wanted to approach it. Mm-hmm. And sh- her, her mode of doing it is um, she actually kind of voluntarily asked for a keeper kind of not knowing how because she was like anxious and stressed and everything was difficult so she's getting one to help manage her life affairs not really realizing how in over her head yeah she she didn't realize she was signing her soul away right so it's more like a personal choice for her whereas i think from my perspective i think i'm gonna have a more princessly vibe and Mm -hmm, have like mm -hmm. a keeper sort of assigned to me like like almost like um, someone to to manage all my stuff and take yes. care of me, but it wasn't something I intrinsically wanted. I was probably I could just do it myself, kind of thing, because that's yeah. more my vibe as a as a little and as a sub legally assigned keeper. Exactly. Um, I I like that a little bit more from my perspective, and it's cool <laughs> that within this world space we we invented, um, we can incorporate both of those truths. That's really fun. I I, I really like the idea of coming up with like a core role play that everything stems off of. I, I think that's a really interesting and unique idea. And like, you can have a lot of fun in that world space you've made. I also love the idea that maybe like when we're both being little together, we could sort of role play as us being like the us's from this sort of other world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as both being like the subs, like the littles. And we're just like complain about our keepers or like the way that our lives went. And yeah. like I'm still very princessly, but like, like oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to dress like this and blah blah blah. And <laughs> then she would definitely be like, but like it's good for us. Like my keeper told me this, and like plus you could you could totally invent like a a third character that is the both of your keeper, like the keeper to both of you and everything, and then that could be fun too for when you're both being subby. I'm here for it. I think it's really It's kind of got like a like an almost sistery vibe but yeah. without being sisters. It's like a play sister vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's cool cuz it doesn't infringe on like our toes because you are my little sister. Aren't you in the diaper this episode? In fact, what diaper are you in? Let's I'm in see. good. It's, oh, that's so cute. Is that what is this? The simple ultras? Yeah. Yeah, because you need the extra absorbency. They're I like the texture. <laughs> it's, it's got good texture. I don't know why, but simple just have a very different plastic. They, than they other really diapers. do. Um, it uh, it's really rough for me because it's like a bit of a coin toss. But when I when I'm buying diapers, I'm like, man, do I want this specific one? Like it's it's so uh, it's polarizing. Mm. 
I feel you. I don't know. There's something about them. Okay. Anyway, that's my little update on titles and stuff. That's kind of where we're sitting right now. Um, I, I'm happy with it. I appreciate it, and I'm really glad. That's really cute. I, I, I think titles just are really important, and finding titles help you really, like, codify your relationship, you know, like, oh, really sure. set you it in stone. slot into place yeah. with where you're at. I, I 100% agree. Exactly. Okay. Thank you for the, for the personal Sophie update. Yeah. PSI. Public Sophie announcement. Yeah. Yeah, bringing them back. <laughs> we still do those. That They're a thing. We didn't forget. We, yeah. We don't forget anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do we have do we have like a like a topic like an like an educational topic on the board? Uh, uh, do we have a funny? educational? I think is is a bit of a misnomer. But what do you mean? I, We're always I will, educational. I will say that I have something that I want to talk about. Exciting. This is an educational show. How can you? How could you dare say not a- educational? Yeah, I mean we're on, we're on PBS exactly. <laughs> we um we they show our podcasts in schools. PBS public baby shows. Public baby shows. I love it. That's good. Okay. Um, I want to talk about an experience that I had recently. Okay. I was hanging out with Juice. Um, and I was also hanging out with Lyra. Yes. Well, we were talking about what to do, and Juice's favorite movie is Fantasia. That's a great movie. Uh, well, I haven't seen it in, like, 20 years. Like, all I really kind of remember from it is what the Kingdom Hearts world and Dream Drop Distance had to offer me. So, like, like the brooms and, and Chernabog or whatever? Uh, yeah, pretty much. So that's it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Coincidentally, Lyra also hadn't seen the movie at all. That's so fun. So we're like, you know what? We are going to watch Fantasia. Okay. So as we were setting up to watch this movie, one uh-huh. of the things we opted into doing... Also, by the way, Fantasia is a super weird movie. I It is nothing like what I expected. It's it's like it's, this series of, like, dream ballets of, um like, different songs and then animation that goes with it. Yeah, I, I want to say, if you haven't seen it, I would not call it a Disney movie. Like, a Disney movie makes, like, is, like, a of certain imagery, and, and what it's you're not talking that. about with, like, having, like, Mickey and the brooms and stuff is yeah. literally, like eight minutes of the whole film yeah it's such a small fraction of the film it's unbelievable um but that's not to say the movie isn't amazing yeah what i really wanted to talk about here is um two things mm-hmm. one when we were starting this movie we decided to take uh, a weed gummy i i i was going to ask because uh i i definitely think when you're hanging out with other littles and being like a little cute diaper baby and watching a movie like Fantasia, that is something that can really enhance the experience. So I I wanted to, I don't know how much we talk about like drugs on this show. I don't think we really do. Um, But to be transparent, we live in Michigan where marijuana is a legal recreational thing. Yes. Um, and I, you were on Mars where it's also legal because there's no laws on Mars. Right, no laws on Mars. Lawless territory. <laughs> but um, I started using a vape pen um, when I was in my grad school program because mm-hmm. I wouldn't sleep. And I don't mean that hyperbolically. No. I yeah. wouldn't Sleep. I, I don't think for the entire 16 months I was in school for my master's degree, I slept more than two hours a night. You you were as close to polyphasic sleep as someone can get without doing it on purpose. 
Yeah, I um, I I didn't sleep. I never slept, mm-hmm. and it was really a problem, especially because it would it would start affecting some of the bigger assignments that I, I would have toward the end of my career. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, my therapist actually recommended that I get a weed pen and just take like a few hits before bed, mm-hmm. and I did. And it works. It works great. And that's great because I don't, I've, I've always been an insomniac. I'm a terrible sleeper. Mm-hmm. It's very normal for me to have this problem. Um, I usually, an average night of sleep for me is about five hours. That's, that's, that's my normal. It's been my normal my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have tried melatonin. I've tried sleep medications, but then by the morning, those tend to make me very groggy the next day, like trash yeah, and stuff. You, you've got to set aside the exact amount of hours they tell you to, and if you don't, it's a whole mess. Even then, like the the trazodone shouldn't have been so debilitating the next day, but it was for me, and mm-hmm. like it got to the point where I couldn't use it because I would fall asleep in class. Yeah, it was it was a whole thing. So I started using this pen in order to go to sleep and it worked great um and i i kept doing that even after school was over and i was able to um kind of relax a little bit and it it allowed me to still keep a pretty regular sleep schedule of for me about six hours Mm -hmm. um i'm actually trying to ramp that up right now to more like seven or eight because i'm having like um uh, I think my body is in const- a constant state of sleep deprivation. Yeah, it sure is. But, so but yeah. <laughs> it's starting to affect me, and I, I'm trying to sleep more. It's really, really hard to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and as if anyone knows me, I'm, I'm very... I, I don't stop doing things. I, I'm always going. So this is very uh, on brand for me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, pandemic hit. We were um, just getting by. Uh, I started using weed a little bit more recreationally. It's probably like maybe once a week in like an actual fun way for me. Like I, I, I always take it for bed, but, um, it usually maybe like once a week I'll either take a gummy or I'll just have like an evening where I just basically get high. Yeah. You just, you, you chill. Um, and, uh, I, I know that a lot of people out there probably are, like, very anti-drugs, very anti-weed, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, totally understand. Empathize. Makes perfect sense. It is one of those things that I know can lead to a lot of different issues. It also doesn't have a huge amount of negative side effects or properties that really make you um, physically addicted as much as psychologically addicted. It's um, It's something that... I see why people should avoid, especially if you have issues with addiction. Yeah. Um, I, I, people would say, well, it's a gateway drug. I would agree with that. I'm definitely more, um, willing to do other things because I, I do this. It is, mm-hmm. it is a, yeah. But all that said, it is also a really useful tool for some people, a uh, useful way to help people with pains, with their issues, with anxieties, with insomnia. Yep. Um, My mommy is, um, she she smokes because uh, anxiety is debilitating for her in a lot of social instances, and mm-hmm. this helps her. Um, she has a, a sort of um, cartridge that doesn't really get her really, like, 
not high, but it just loosens her up a little. Yeah. It's kind of like how when, like, someone needs, like, a drink before they go and socialize with yes, someone. Yes, or, like, when we were about to do a live episode and we take a shot. <laughs> yes. Um, and those aren't things that you should, like, obviously have to fall back on as a crutch, but at the same time, it is a medication. Like, it mm-hmm. is something that people use to treat these things in the same way that I use my antidepressants. Yep. Um, so it's hard for me to, like really criticize um, excessive use of these kinds of things. Yep. It's also really good for being baby. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> so that's what I want to get to. I remember when I first started um, doing a lot more uh, smoking or vaping or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, people were always like, oh, yeah, it's so good for little stuff. And I'm like, I don't yeah, think so. I, I was also like, I don't know what they're I, talking I don't, about. That's not right <laughs> at all. Um, but admittedly, I hadn't really tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I did experiment with it a little bit. I figured out if, like, what is what does this feel like? What does this look like? And I definitely don't think that it's something that I would always want with my no, little space, not. especially depending on like what I'm doing, if I'm going out and about. But one thing that I absolutely 100% love it for in terms of um, baby is actually two things. The first thing is you get so tactile, so sensory yes. that you, you just cuddles feel so <laughs> nice and c- calming and relaxing. And it's, it's a perfect like addition to a, nighttime chill movie thing or something like that similar to when we were watching fantasia i have never felt so like small and cute as when i have done that a little bit and i'm cuddling my mommy and i'm all diapered for bed and i'm all snuggled up and i just feel so like enveloped and small and baby and cute and it's really wonderful it's it's a really wonderful thing to do every so often and where drinking has, and I, I can get very little when I drink. Um, <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> it depends on the drink. But it has a lot of momentum to it. It mm-hmm. has a lot of, like, you're really action-y. Um, a good example I have is we went and did karaoke mm-hmm. uh, the other day. And we do karaoke sometimes. We have our own, we get little private rooms at, like, a local place. And uh, we will do karaoke, and we always drink. And yes. this spurs me into action. Um and it really, like, gets me going, gets me to have fun, takes away some of my anxieties, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then, uh, alternatively, I had a gummy last time we went because I wasn't, I was feeling kind of queasy. I wasn't really feeling up to drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and karaoke was not fun. Oh. It was, I mean, it was, it was fine. I, I had a good but time. It, it but it wasn't the same. It was so, like mellow yes. and it was a very very different experience mm-hmm. so i think that if like you're going to the aquarium or something like i'm not sure how much weed would really enhance that experience for me i'm sure for other people that isn't the case but yeah. a lot of people would be like oh no that's amazing that's so much fun <laughs> but for me i find it's it's most helpful most useful in this very tactile relaxing cuddly format mm-hmm. and like you said you just feel so small you feel so nice and cozy and compact and cuddly and like every every touch every like brush of your your hair or every uh like snuggle into someone just Mm -hmm. feels magnified absolutely so all of that said groundwork and explanation set up how was your experience well that brings me to the second thing that Mm -hmm. i think is really good for um the combination of baby and um drugs uh and uh, 
side sidebar here, but obviously use drugs responsibly. Yeah. Please start if you do want to do anything like this. Start with very small doses. Um, make sure it's not going to counteract with any of your medications that you take. Make sure that you're doing it safely. Make sure you do it your first time indoors with friends mm-hmm. who can keep track of you, who are going to make sure that you're you're okay. Just like with alcohol or any other uh, mind altering substance. Do it responsibly. Do it thoughtfully. Be a be a uh, thoughtful adult before you're a uh, drooly baby. But as someone in her thirties now, uh, it's an experience I'm glad I have, and it's an experience I, I repeatedly do. Um, so seriously, maybe give it a shot if like you've always been curious. Like, what do you got to lose? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So setting that aside, what mm-hmm. I wanted to say was that Chloe made mention of. Uh, them being mind-altering drugs. And that can be a lot of fun in a sort of role-play context. Okay. I had one role-play I kind of did, and probably to date my favorite one that I've done with Lyra, was (laughs) when she basically made me have, like, a a gummy. And Uh um, it was all consensual and everything, but, like, she forced me to have this gummy as, like, my medicine. Mm -hmm. And it made me this kind of dumb little soft girl. And Uh. she teased me about it all night. That's so cute. And, yeah, it was was really baby. And uh, (laughs) it, it was, yeah, it was a huge experience. So... Bouncing back to Fantasia, which mm-hmm. is what you're getting at. Um, yes. There's, if you guys don't know what hypnosis feels like, <laughs> and you don't know what hypnosis feels like, and you don't understand exactly what hypnosis is like, do a little bit of weed and watch Fantasia. Oh my god! Because the opening of Fantasia, the the conductor or whatever the guy that's leading the thing is, I think that's the conductor. He explains to you literally in his own words and tells you as like an, as a, as a, a voiceover for the events of this about how music leads to meaning uh-huh. and symbols. Oh, I see what I see it. And it, it, it's this very hypnotic suggestion that like you can turn a musical score into a visual representation. And it lit- what he's literally doing is leading you using like, like Ericksonian, like neuro-linguistic programming, uh, dialogue leading you into understanding the, the intrinsic bond between the music that is being played and the visions that you are seeing on the screen. So he is, he is making it perfectly perfectly clear Sophie. that what you are seeing and what you are hearing are intrinsically linked. Did you get hypnotized by Fantasia? Oh yeah. Sophie, so, <laughs> did you did you half Disney, half self-hypnotize from Fantasia? Oh, yeah. Sophie! Probably more Disney, actually. <laughs> I wonder what their intention was did, with this movie. Did the mouse reprogram you? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, I need you to keep going. I... I, I I mean, why do you think I came back and I talked so highly of Disneyland? Like, of course. Oh my gosh, it makes complete sense. I know. Um, Okay, I need to hear more. Uh, Keep keep going. You will watch Fantasia and you will see, and even if you don't do, like, the the weed part of this, you can, if you just, like, relax a lot before watching, find a calm space, and you let your mind kind of, like, be very 
empty, focus very mindfully on the screen and the words that are being said to you, I think you can achieve the same effect. Um, but things start happening on the screen mm-hmm. like like lines appear when certain notes are played and then this gradually evolves into like flowers moving in time with the music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's very lulling into this this sort of slow gradual incline to bonding the visions you're seeing to the music you're hearing and that's what hypnosis is hypnosis is is bonding what someone is telling you in your ear to mm-hmm. the actual thoughts and actions and wants of performing that action those are it's literally hypnosis <laughs> and it's so powerful <laughs> sophie what was your experience with this you're okay you're explaining the mechanisms at work yeah. but you're not explaining your experience well, it was it was just really soft and blushy and kind of baby. Uh-huh. And so I'm I'm really referring to the juice art of you with swirly eyes and drooling, staring <laughs> at the screen with the covers all pulled up. Yeah, I did have like a whole ten minute period of staring blankly at the screen <laughs> until Juice and Lyra were like, "Hey, Sophie," and I'm like. Oh my god, you exist! <laughs> the world exists around me! Oh my gosh! And that's that's really how hypnosis feels. It's like it kind of feels like everything falls away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um man, it was an experience though. So if if you if you're bored and you want to watch a like an old Disney animated film and you also like hypnosis, I think it's something that people should try. I, I now wanna wanna see if Lyra can hypnotize you to to drop at the at the musical note of Fantasia like like playing a specific song for a specific trigger. Oh, a hundred percent! I guarantee that with like a touch of education, that is totally plausible. You could for have me. your ringtone be this be this song, and then and then whenever it goes off, you wet yourself. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, but I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big girl. Uh huh. Uh huh. Anyway, um, yeah, so it was a really fun experience, and I just wanted to, I wanted to share that I, on the show. I love that. I love that, that the mouse hypnotized you. I, it makes perfect sense now with your, with your fondness for Disney. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, 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 I really, this is, this is wonderful. I liked your, your story about Lyra giving you your medicine. See, so I'm not that into, like, medfet play, but I think just a little bit of it can be really fun. I'm not into, like, a lot of the medical, like, instruments and stuff like yeah. that, but the idea of, like, a doctor's checkup or, like, um, especially medicine. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not even, like, medical play in that sense. It's yeah, just, like, it's maybe like, it's, like, a daily pill you take. It's yeah. just, like, a way someone's regressing you. I, I don't really know. Like it's, it. it's definitely a, a button for me. <laughs> I'm glad you had such a fun, uh, hypnotic experience but i will say wholeheartedly this was thoroughly enhanced by that gummy i took Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. if it's if you're just at a point in your life where it's something you want to try i say give it a shot i I, just be safe be careful check with your doctor beforehand i it can be difficult because um i know a lot of states it's not legal in so like talking to your doctor might not be cool um Um, well i mean i think you can always talk to your doctor about like things like that because like HIPAA and all that stuff like yeah no I mean confidentiality sure but um it, de- be, if, it depends on the state you're in the opinion of the doctor oh, might okay be so yeah like uh I have to take in like the a person's personal bias yeah, as well sure. as their medical advice okay but yeah um but definitely consider 
talking to your doctor, like medications, there can be complications with that. Just yeah. like, again, just like with alcohol, like, like there are complications, medications and alcohol and health risks in play. So just be thoughtful and, and considerate and, and responsible. Yeah. So that's, that's one of those, uh, Sophie suggestions for you to try to mess with your little space a little bit. It's, it's see what you can do. It's, it, it can be really fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Do we have Do we have anything else? I yeah. Have... I I have one more thing. If you want to talk about it, sure. Of course. We I... don't have a better anything, so yeah. We should idea. probably find another thing to talk about. All right. Um, someone asked us, and this was a a question for our little mini episodes that we do. If you don't listen to our mini episodes, you can do so by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Where? Patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Woo! Yeah. It's been a long time. I know. Um, but that's what we do. Like every two weeks we do these little questions where someone will ask us like, oh, hey, answer this one silly thing. And then we, we generally try to in the most chaotic yeah, and I don't, useless way possible. I don't think we've ever actually answered one of those questions oh, yeah, I successfully. Think, no, I don't think so either. Um, but one of the questions that was asked, I wanted to bring on the main show because I think it was a bigger topic Ooh. than like these little five minute mini episodes. Okay. Which and one? And the question was, what is your favorite lullaby? That's so fun. Oh, no, this is definitely a bet. This, this is, is definitely bet, a bet. Sure. Okay. 100%. Okay. Okay. So... Now I wanna I wanna define what you mean by lullaby. Do you just mean like like a cute like 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 song or like a full nursery rhyme kind of thing? Like is it is it like just like the musical notes or like the words included in everything? I guess whatever you want to define it as. Let's let's run through some lullabies that we like first. Okay. Tinkle tinkle little star. Yeah. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, <laughs> tinkle, tinkle, little star. I wonder how wet you are. Um. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Bouncing on my lap so high. Will you leak upon my thigh? Tinkle, tinkle, little star. I wonder how wet you are. Yeah, that that's a normal song Sophie, that everyone knows. Sophie, you just took that and ran with it. I okay, I was just making like a, a fun little one-off like zing, and you just you just sprinted with that. How, how did you do that on the spot? Oh no, I it's a normal song. I hear that all the time. Okay, okay. For for real, I, I do like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I, I think it's I think it's a good one. What 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 are some you like? So if you want to like really take a look at these songs, like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is about like just looking up at the night sky and being like, what the hell is that? Look at that explosive thing. That that it's... that dot so far away or maybe really close. Is it the... moving? I I don't know anything anymore. And like that's kind of nice. Um. But then you look at some other ones. Some of them are I don't I don't understand why you would sing that to a child. Like everyone likes "You Are My Sunshine," but like I don't know why I have this association. But I just assume passively it's about the Holocaust. What? I don't know if that's. What do you mean? I don't know if that's true or not. But at the end, when they're like, "Don't take my sunshine away," I think of like people taking away like children. That's terrifying. Yeah. So Okay, but no, before you even said that, I also felt like that song ended on like a really dark note, like don't take my sunshine away. Like why yeah, even imply right? that? What's Apparently there's other verses and stuff too. I I don't even understand. But like like I I don't know. It's I I guess I have this like 
like feeling with baby stuff that it's got to be like chill it's got to be it, it doesn't have to take these dark turns you know oh like, i totally agree like uh what's the other one um rockabye baby oh my gosh rockabye top. baby who there's a there's a okay so there's a there's a baby at in the top tree. of a tree and the the wind is going to blow the baby out of the tree. And it and does. And it dies. And then it <laughs> and does. hits the ground and dies. What the heck is up with that? Why is that a song? I don't understand it. Or like um, Ring Around the Rosie. Oh, that one, that one is based on bad stuff. That's like I, about that's the like, plague or yeah, something? Yeah, like the black plague? I, that's not a good thing. That's not it. I don't understand. I don't understand. I feel like we need like nursery rhymes for the modern era like that are just like happy cute baby like like i i can't think of very many that aren't somehow dark then you have like uh one of my favorites actually is um uh hush little baby yeah yeah that's yeah that instantly comes to mind that's still that still has like every at the end of every verse something goes wrong and then something new comes along so it's like uh, if that bird don't sing, then you're gonna get a diamond ring or yeah, something. Firstly, I, don't give a baby a diamond that's, ring. They will eat it. And secondly, they will eat it so fast. What does that mean by a bird won't sing? Is the bird dead? It, it, does it just not like to sing? Are you gonna replace the bird because it doesn't sing? The, also, later in that song, it talks about like a dog that doesn't bark, and they replace that. And I'm like, I, what are you doing? Stop replacing things in your yeah, life. I, like they're like a cart turned over, and it's like then turn it back over. You don't have to return it. What are you I, talking about? I, I I don't understand. I don't understand. I. I feel like our next big contest should be like a lullaby writing contest or something. That's a good one. I'd win. <laughs> that uh, unfortunately, that's probably true, and maybe why we can't have it. <laughs> okay, do you do you have one you like? I have one I, I really like. I have a like. song that I really like that is a lullaby, but I don't. It's not like a. It's not like a traditional lullaby. Like, does that count? Yeah, I don't think mine is either. Okay, well, what's yours? Okay, so mine is uh, Lullaby and Goodnight, which is also known as Brahms Lullaby. Um, it's... Like, Lullaby and Goodnight, that, that Yeah, song? exactly that. Perfect. That's that. a totally normal lullaby. I love it's that. a normal lullaby. Like, well, my mom would say that to me all the time. Yeah, but I mean, when you categorize it to, like, everything we've just said, it no, stands out. I don't think so. I think that's perfectly in line with okay. everything we've said. Well, I really like it, but I struggle with it. Because I've got these lyrics for it in my head, but because it's a German lullaby translated to English, there's no, like, standard translation as far as I can tell. Like, like everywhere I look for the translation, everyone has something completely different they sing. You know what's really funny? My mom, my mom is like me in that she's good at making up songs. Oh, no. So she <laughs> will parody a song a lot. So actually, it's really funny. It's not a lullaby, but one of my fondest memories um, of my mom is she would always wake me up by singing Good Morning from Singing in the Rain, except <gasps> she made her own lyrics That's to it. so cute! So it would be like, Good morning, morning good, good morning. morning. Instead of we talked the whole night through, it's you slept the whole night through. That's then, so cute. Yeah, and it's, it was really nice. I love that. But that's also a little bit lullabies fall into the same problem because, like, for example, Hush Little Baby, my mom just made up her own verses. She, yeah. didn't, she didn't use the real verses. That's true. She just made them up as she went along. I think I think maybe that's what you're supposed to do. Like, like I... I don't know. I think I think that makes lullaby stronger. It's really complicated. 
Okay, what's it's yours? It's like the, like, hallelujah. There's like 4,000 verses, but you only pick like five when you sing it. It's <laughs> like, true. you get to mix and match. Make your own. Make make this your own. Okay, what is your, your, your non-standard lullaby that you want to put forth? Okay, um... <laughs> Good night, my angel, by Billy Joel. What? Yeah. Okay. I one. That's a great pick. But on the other hand, like that, you're so right. That is not a standard lullaby. No, it's not. It's seriously probably like my favorite. If I had to pick a favorite lullaby, that would be it. So one of the reasons I'm really into this song, mm-hmm. um, and it's like I know it's a very non-traditional lullaby. Yeah. Uh, I think it's actually called lullaby, and like, like Good Night, my angels, like the, just the repeating line or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it, it hits, I think, a lot of the cliche lullaby points really well in that it has a good rhythm to it. It follows okay. this almost, like, continuous, like, rhyming trend. Very, it, it's, it doesn't do a lot of, like, slant rhymes or get weird, and it, it's very rhythmic, mm-hmm, um, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of lullabies are. Also, it, it gets dark at parts, like, in, like, like we're talking about. I feel like lullabies just kind of do that. Like literally yeah, the, I... the last lines of the song are like, someday we'll all be gone, but lullabies go on and on. They'll never die. And that's how you and I will be. And it's it like, is, it, that is super dark, yeah, super dark, but like, like bittersweet at the same time, which is what a lot of lullabies seem to go for. So I, I definitely agree with you there. Okay. So I think it's really cute. I really like this. Uh, disparity we have here for a really specific reason. Okay. It's the bet will show if people prefer a more traditional lullaby for their baby stuff or if they prefer something more like modern and new agey like our have lullabies grown and changed like you said like your mom would sing you like stuff from singing in the rain instead of like normal lullabies and stuff like and my mom also would do stuff like that like i i scarcely had like a normal quote-unquote lullaby and i i think that the the bet uh will it, it's a really interesting bet for that reason okay so instead of picking like a favorite lullaby exactly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe the concept of what kind of lullabies do you like to hear yeah. do you like to hear modern songish lullabies or like a traditional a classic style yeah or do you like traditional classic lullabies exactly like like tinkle tinkle little star the the <laughs> the classic about a bouncing a, a diaper baby on your lap i i, I really like so what do you think you like it? I'm here for it. Usual okay, bet. Usual I'm, bet. I'm for traditional because that's the one I brought up, and you're 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 modern, new agey. Yep. Hippy dippy. <laughs> <laughs> Hyper diaper. <laughs> okay. Is that is that episode? Did we did we do it? I think that's it. Hey, I I don't know about you. I don't think we said diaper like all episode. Oh, we have to say it, like, a lot then, like, right now. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to spare them. <laughs> I considered it, like, going back and forth and each saying it. I have, like, a story about diapers that I really wanted to share, mm-hmm. but this doesn't seem like the right episode. I'll have to wait till next time. Yeah, and then yeah, it'll it'll save people's ability to count. <laughs> right. So, um, if you think you know how many times we said the word diaper, and that's the last one, mm-hmm. um, then count that amount. Send it to us in an email, and we're going to pick three winners who got that number correct. And then and then three of you can buy all kinds of fun baby products like nappies or or dips 
things that are are the word that I can't say. Vindles. Vindles. <laughs> yeah. You can buy you can buy a ton of a ton of choice vindles. I don't think um, that's how you pluralize words in German. Listen, just can you just can can you just can you just come on? I'm okay. ju- I'm doing I'm You're trying right. it. Yeah. Okay. okay. And all kinds of other uh, fun merch from ABDLR. Yes. And you get the Counter Extraordinary title, so you know it's it's always gonna be worth it. Do it. Send send in those those counts. All right. Um, thank you for listening to this week's episode. We had a wonderful time. It uh, was so fun. If you want to vote on this week's bet, or if you want to support us, then you can do so uh, at the same time, simultaneously, with the exact same action, which is joining <laughs> our Patreon at patreon.com slash Pudding. Do it, Chloe. I already did it. Do it, Chloe. I already did Chloe, it. Chloe, do it. I, 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 I see can't. it. I, did I it. see you wanting to do it. I already did just it. Just do it, Chloe. I'm not going to do it. Chloe, just do it. No, okay. You have to move on. I'm not doing it. We'll wait here all day. <laughs> okay, where? Patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. I was, I was going to wait till you were starting to say something else. I was going to say it. I was going to say it. Um, you... The email address for you to send those emails to for the usual bets counter extraordinary countathon is the usual mailbox at gmail.com. That is also in the description of this episode if you uh, can't get it right and need to copy paste it, which uh, many, many, many people do. It happens more often than you think. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at the usual bet. That is where we exist on the internet space. Thank you, Mimi, for help with our theme song. Thank you, Juice, for the wonderful Fantasia experience and for our wonderful cover art. You can find him at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. Shame on Kimmy for... For not being here for, for her bet loss. She's supposed to be here and in diapers. I think she is in diapers. She's just not here. Mm, we'll have to make sure. We'll check in with her daddy. Right. Um, you can find her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. All right. That's it. See you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.